What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. My name is Moore Milo. And I'm Ross Sinarelli. And this is the 52 Podcast. 52 books, 52 weeks, making every single week count. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the 52 Podcast. This is our 83rd episode this week. Um, and I just wanted to take a second to thank you um, to all of all the people that continue to come back and listen to, a, to our podcast and, and pay attention to what we're doing. We really appreciate you guys and just thank you for checking us out and spending time with us. Um, for those of you that are, are new, what we like to do here is we read a book a week and we give you guys our opinions, um, you know, just the key notes, what we thought was good, what we thought was bad, whether it's a good read, whether it's worth your time, um, and just kind of talk a hundred percent unbiasedly about a book. Um, so this week we read a book called My Life in Advertising and Scientific Advertising by Claude Hopkins. Uh, Ross, 10,000 foot view, what did you think? Um, I don't really have a 10,000 foot view. I think it would be better when we hop in for me, but it was, I don't know how much it translates to um, like a modern situation, but I thought it was it was pretty well done. What did you think? I thought it was really solid. I, I liked the book it, in its entirety. I thought it was a great storytelling type book. I thought there was a lot of value to come out of his stories. I thought that um, it was really valuable to read a more traditional advertising-based book uh, and just get a feel, you know, and understand where he was coming from and how he was coming from that place to be able to speak to an audience in a way that truly reached them and, and was able to, to create conversion and create impact. You know, I think that so, I think advertising and marketing is so muddled in 2021 with the crazy amount of people that are out there, you know, collecting payments for marketing services. You know, it's just, it's so saturated. There's so much variability and there's so much change. And it's like to, to think about advertising from such a simple place of like talk to the person through an ad and get them to understand exactly what's happening and then take action. You know, it was just so simple. It was so clean. Uh, and I thought it was valuable. You know, what you didn't you didn't think that his his approach, the way that he looked at things was uh was like really clean and just simple and you know, straightforward and what I loved was his concept about, um, you know, instead of asking someone to, you know, take a chance on you or whatever, you know, providing uh, a like a hundred percent reason why, like, why wouldn't you take care, take this? Like, it's so ridiculously for the customer that you just go based off building trust and you end up winning the long game. But I think it's interesting because in, you know, 2021, you have to think about, like, what type of product you could use his type of strategy for, you know, because you could end up on your ass very quickly giving out samples and getting no return on your investment, you know? Yeah, I think to piggyback on the example thing, that was actually something that um, I really liked or I was at least very curious about because, you know, for me in advertising, we, we have the ability to offer call it a coupon, call it whatever, you know, your first 500 or $1,000 is free, essentially, right? So I think it's important to, you know, for me to kind of listen at how he did it and understand that that is such a critical time um, to get somebody on there where maybe currently I wasn't, you know, it was a big thing to get him on, but sometimes 
they're going to advertise with or without that coupon. So you kind of think of that coupon as a little extra thing on top, you know, just to keep them engaged. Um, but I think he made a good point of, you know, using things like that to really show, I guess, how strong your product can be. For me, where things almost felt short, and this is this is really nothing against him, there's a difference in the way that, you know, people over the last 30, 40 years were applying to jobs, getting jobs, moving around companies, you know, moving positions versus kind of the modern market. You know, it's one of those where, you know, people say, like, if you walked into a store 40 years ago and said, hey, like, I want to work here. And they like, OK, like, are you good on Mondays? And you're like, yeah, that works. Like, OK, we'll see you Monday. And they're like, you don't need to see any any other stuff. Like, you don't know anything about me. And just be like, well, we'll see if you can work on Monday, you know. And for me, it's one of those where a lot of this book, while there is a lot that I really liked, and I said talking about his free samples and things like that, coupons, um, I thought were very strong. A lot of what he did, I don't know if he's a product of the time as far as how he was able to maneuver around so much and see a lot of growth. But he did have a lot of things that were very strong. I mean, he talked about the importance of hard work. I believe he was um, like 18 years old and he was, you know, doing stuff with his uncle. Um, there were a lot of little things that he had done that, you know, showed that he was really hardworking, very determined. But that, for me, was the only spot that fell off where I wasn't sure how much it translates into, uh, let's say, young entrepreneur getting into marketing. You know what I mean? Yeah, is, is it relatable? Not so much. It's tough. But I think that the principles are still valuable, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'd say that. Uh, that's he, like I said, he did. He does everything in a very precise way, um, and I think he has you know a good method for um, for advertising. But that was kind of my only thing. And you know, we have this issue sometimes with books um, where you know a book that was published in the last year by somebody who just left is, you know that industry is going to be different than someone who's been doing it for 30 40 years and it doesn't make one better than the other um but i do sometimes when i when we look at these books i am looking how much i can easily translate over obviously i'm not going to be able to mimic um you know his career path but yeah he he definitely had a lot of things that were very good i think I don't know how he defined poor, but it was pretty much of, you know, the poor make up 95% of the population and understanding. I think it was like if you made 35,000 or, or less or something like that. But it was one of those things where it puts something crazy into perspective to think that, you know, you don't need to always advertise and you shouldn't always advertise to those who are wealthy or incredibly wealthy. You know, a lot of the people you're advertising to or in different situations and i think he does a great job of you know assessing his client and understanding that you know really a good product is probably the best seller so i don't know for me this book was a little bit of a mixed bag there wasn't any point where i just felt so drawn into it um but i don't know I, I'm, I'm i'm honestly in the middle what do, what do you think it sounds like I, I mean, listen, I, truly, liked I, I liked it. I liked the book. I think I liked the book more than you did, um, mm -hmm. which is an interesting dynamic because usually I'm the I'm the one that didn't like the book and you liked it. Or well, Actually, that's not true. We're pretty even back and forth. But, uh, you know, I think that it was really valuable to just understand some basic underlying principles of a simpler time. Uh, it's like building blocks, right? It's like building foundation, taking that, taking that knowledge and being able to, br to bring it into a digital world. 
right? And being able to use it and think about human nature and how you can, instead of taking up space in, you know, uh, a catalog that you send out, you take up space online and how you can turn that into conversions, you know, and just thinking about how you can use traditional principles with new age media to create, you know, impactful content that's going to allow you to, to really make conversions in your business. You know, I think that, that understanding of history is really going to just allow you to better grasp nuance as it continues to come through. And I think that a good study of business, a good study of, um, you know, life is going to be able to take valuable lessons from the past and, and incorporate it into the future. And I think this is one of those books that you read to generate those ideas from the, from a more traditional time, from a place, a simpler place, um, and utilize that in a more technical world. So I, I, I don't know. I think that the book overall was really, really valuable. That's personally how I feel about it. Um, I don't know when this book was, was written, to tell you the truth. And I, I, wonder, I would wonder to see. But uh, I thought that it was antiquated but solid principles and a, a valuable book to read for any marketer or business person and i guess with that uh, you know i can kind of go into my my concluding thoughts uh, i found the you know, publication date when was when was it published i don't know if there's been an update since then it doesn't look like it but do you want to guess i don't know 50s 60s 66 there you go so and and with that i agree with you you know a lot of I think the biggest thing is really understanding that marketing hasn't changed that much. It has just changed in location. Like you said, things are moving online versus newspaper. They're just kind of moving. But I didn't know it was written in 66. And I guess this kind of explains why to me I didn't know how much would be um, transferable to modern culture. And I think that kind of shows why. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, I guess I have a different perspective on it. I think that life is cyclical, and I think that things that we saw in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s when this guy, you know, was well, actually probably the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, because if you think about it, he read it, he wrote this book probably at the end of his life after doing 20 years of work, which means that he probably started in the 40s and went from the 40s to the 60s and then wrote this book in 66. So interesting but either way i think everything is cyclical and i think that human nature is cyclical and the brain works in a in a function that it just kind of goes and repeats the same of itself from generation to generation and it, it's going to be interesting to see how some of these ideologies are going to play out into the future when we start to have you know next level technology to to incorporate into our lives like ai and and all sorts of goodies like that and how some of this methodology and this ideology from you know the ways of thinking of how can you provide something small to a customer and like create trust create a relationship with a customer to buy their business on an essential item right or they can go to a million other brands that they've been going forever, you know, how, how do you gain that customer, right? So it'll be interesting. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, it's, I think it's still truly worth the read, even though it is antiquated and it's kind of like one of those books, like 
but it's but it's like a Napoleon Hill think and grow rich, right? Like these ideologies are old, but they still make to a, to a certain extent the principles behind them. If you can find the perspective where you can compare those different time frames to where we are now, they're they're valuable. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, it was. I'm not saying that it was a terrible book. It was for me. I think the principles that it stated were really good, and they definitely can be translated. But I think a lot he was trying to talk about, you know, how he went from this position to this position and things. And you know, I didn't know. I, I honestly just didn't think that that was a path that was possible for a lot of people nowadays. So for me, that was one of the issues. But honestly, like I said, the advertising principles I think in this are timeless. You know, understanding that, you know, salesmanship and things like that um, in print is the same thing as salesmanship in person. You know, just getting your purpose across and, and being effective in your selling um, really makes a big difference. So, like I said, it was it's definitely a timeless book, um, especially, like I said, we we look for books that are on some of these top lists. So, you know, good for good for the author at this point, good for, you know, Claude Hopkins that. You know, in 2021, we are still reading a book that he wrote, you know, 60 years ago. You know, that's a phenomenal feat. Yeah, that's a phenomenal feat. So, you know, that's really what a lot of people can really aspire for. So a lot of principles that were phenomenal. But, yeah, for me, I fall middle of the road on it. Fair enough. Well, yeah, with that for me, final thoughts, solid book, worth the read. Um, Totally. That's just two thumbs up. I thought it was great. It's four hours. Super easy. Um, you know, really, really a valuable read. Ross? Yeah. Same thing. I definitely recommend reading it. Um, it doesn't translate for everybody, like I said, when it comes to me, as far as looking at it from a career path standpoint, but definitely a lot of the principles in there are some of the basics of campaign building, and I think you can really use those no matter where you are. And with that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us for episode 83. 83 episodes. Thank you guys so much for being there with us. Uh, my name is War Milo. I'm Ross Ainarelli. This is the 52 Podcast. 52 books, 52 weeks, making every single week count. See you next week. Take care.